Kevin. Yes? I've been thinking about it a lot, and I think, you know, sort of, the climate has changed online. There's a lot of different things out, uh, a lot of different ideas on the table uh, in related to gamers and gaming. Okay, And yes. I think we need to start a webcomic. Webcomics are hot right now. Mm-hmm. But there's none about video games. That's the no. thing I've noticed. There's Not a anymore. Hole. There's and a I think gap in the market. A big gap in the market, and where our butt is just the size to squeeze right in there. Really like, squeeze so. right in there. Uh, so number one slot. Yeah. So what I'm thinking for this comic, you know, just for gamers, sort of mm-hmm. a web comic that is, it, it's different because this one's just for gamers this time. Gamer-centric. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not not regular gamers, kind of gamer geeks, but sort of. Uh, sort of cool and hip type, mm. sort of the cool type of gamer geek we're representing here, playing games and, and sort of being cool, you know what I mean? That's cool, because everyone likes to be cool. I can see I can see how that would work. Yes, and I think the characters, uh, if, if it's cool characters, it should be us, and uh, we should look very cool. Oh, we'll look cool, and then we'll have like... We'll have it, like each have a a, speci- a, spec- a particular outfit that we wear every time. <laughs> every single time. And you 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 know one thing about my character he he never has a Nintendo out of his hands. Uh, he, he, he loves this Nintendo. <laughs> Here comes the side characters. Yeah, What's I this? think I think maybe what might be appealing to this cool gamer demographic is yes. I mean who who hasn't thought of uh, having a robot for a little funny robot friend? Wouldn't that be funny? You know sometimes. Sometimes I look at my Switch, and I don't see a console. I see a friend. That's oh. all I'm gonna say. Mm. I see a pal down there, and that's and that's exactly what our comic's gonna be all about. He's gonna have eyes. It's called the Switch Bow, and uh, it tells jokes, and that's it. I think um, it, this is the start of something big. Yeah, to hell with video games. This is a this is a business empire. I can feel it. I can feel it in my fucking bones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, hello everybody. Uh, welcome... Welcome to Sky Pirate Radio. This is the newest... Po- Do you know what episode number this is, Kevin? Oh, heck if I know. 36, 37. Oh, 36, 37, 38. What's it matter? Once you get old enough, you're not counting anymore, are you? Exactly. It's Sky Pirate Radio. Uh, who I ha- I'm Jace, of course. Your, your, your best friend and uh, crime lord. And I'm with uh, the sexiest Hot Wheels collector, Kevin Stott. I... Uh, you know what is the one that I like? The one What's where you you have the Hot Wheels cars and they go on the kind of loop the loop, but there's a crossroads in the middle, and then sometimes they'll crash into each other. That's pretty fun. Yeah, they crash into each other and make a big mess. Did you ever? Did do you ever? Did you ever know a kid or do yourself uh, have your room just set up with the the orange loops all over the place like you saw in advertisements? No, because I, I never had the wherewithal to do something so outrageous. I think, like I had, because my 
my parents had a lot of kind of weird old toys for for work. I mm-hmm. imagine I probably did have enough track to try and do something. I don't remember okay. it very well, but I think whenever I try to do... I think that the longer you make a Hot Wheels track, like, they don't... The cars don't tend to stay on it that, that for that long. They, they don't have the, uh, the they endurance just, to... They just kind of... They kind of slip off, you know? If you want... Because if, if they have enough, like... If they have enough space to pick up a lot of speed to actually get it through something, then they, they're they're pretty likely to just just fly off. Mm-hmm. Now, here, here's where the money it. is at. If there's any kids listening, and you shouldn't be, uh, I think you gotta you got to get the RC cars. Just save up. You don't, worry, don't even worry about Hot Wheels. Leave that at the back yeah, of your mind. RC it. cars are where it's at. What about slot cars? Oh. Is that the same concept? Slot cars are different because... They... Oh, that's that's what I was thinking of. I think. Oh yeah, the ones yeah. on the track. Yeah, the ones on the track, and you, yeah, you squeeze the little trigger. Uh, RC cars are all right, I guess. Yeah, no, slot cars are the, are the most fun for me. Yeah. I like watching them go, uh, and that's about it. Anyway, that's <laughs> see you, everybody. It's been a good podcast. <laughs> Hot Wheels cast. Did I ever talk about how I went to the big slot cars in uh, in New York? I believe you did, but that is a an exciting uh, yeah, story. Yeah, like a big like table table size slot car tracks with like I don't know how to how how would I describe how big the cars are? They're big. They're bigger than you'd think. It's like a little no, slot more, cars, more hefty than big. a little a little like thumb sized uh, one that is regular. Yeah, it's like the size mm-hmm. of a. I thought I had. To, I thought I'd come up with something. It's just a size of you know. Imagine if it was a bit bigger. That's what it was like. Yeah. That, when whenever I don't know what to say, I just put my brain on the spot and and <laughs> try to believe it will come up with something and hope it will work something. out. So, yeah, I'm glad you've adopted uh, that style, and I hope to see more of it in the future. Now, if if I had to describe. This podcast, just a few words. I'd say we're two bloody rough and tough Aussie battlers just bloody roughing up entire paddy wagon, mate, before your very ears. What do you think, Kevin? Is that Do you think that describes our game dev style? I think that's very accurate. If I mm. was to be asked to say what our podcast is in a few words, I'd probably say it's the best COD podcast ever recorded. That's right, it's the best COD podcast you'll ever hear. All, all, <laughs> all about, about COD. COD all the time. COD farming. Yep. Are there new diseases uh, threatening COD? That's just one uh, of the many topics. On the CODcast. All about CODs. Um, no, we talk about video games sometimes too, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, come on. Like Enough com- enough joshing around, you know. Sometimes enough enough's around. enough. I mean, no come a little bit, of, a little bit of shush, please. Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. You've had your fun. Uh, time to talk about some video games. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about our video games and and how we've been going with them. I Gee, been... I love our video games. Oh, they're the best ones. That's why we call them <laughs> ours. Um, we've got Lamplit. Kevin, you've been working diligently working on that. When you haven't also been working on the niece stuff recently as well. Yes. I haven't, I have a little bit of less progress recently, but it's still coming yeah. along. Um, I'm working on some, uh, trap doors. Don't um, you open that trap door. I love trap door. Um, like the sh- show. 
and yeah, just putting a lot of stuff in it, and then eventually soon, after some tidying up, then I imagine that we will all have a chance to play it. What a treat for us. Yeah, still setting up the Discord stuff at the moment. I think I've got it mostly worked out, unless I'm confused about something, because there's a bunch of lock icons on it right now, and I don't know what that means. We're going to have a, a, a talk about it later today, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Prime so podcast material. No, no, we'll figure it out. I, we'll I think, I think the people... No, no, I think they do. It's like a, that's. I was thinking about this about what this podcast. It's kind of like a uh, a work journal, isn't it? Talk about where what we've done. Talk about the, the kind of the games work we've done, and then the games that we've played that have inspired us to do that work. Yeah, we're talking all things us, and hopefully, if you if you're also um, a person who is a game developer or wants to get into game development, you'll notice that we run into the same. Uh, struggles that you do and you relate to us. Yes. Like, oh, they, that's what it's they about. fucked up with the Discord too. <laughs> yes. I want people to know bad. I want to I want to broadcast what it is like um, and also to um, you know you gotta start if you wanna have the rags to riches story then you you gotta start casting when you're in the rags. That's just mm-hmm. how it's how it is. People- we're in rags right now. It's, it's a pauper the prince. I'm not. Kind of I'm thing. not. I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm wearing rags. I'm, I'm in a fucking barrel with straps on it I, right now, man. That's you where we I'm... are. Uh, let's not mince words. But that doesn't mean we're gonna be there forever, does it? We're on an upwards trajectory. I can feel it already. Soon we're oh, gonna be. No... I'm gonna be hobnobbing with the monopoly man. He's gonna have to be my valet and bring my car around. <laughs> That's right. That's where he's gonna be. There's nowhere but up, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Where we're at yeah. right now, it's 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 all uh, learning and it's all getting better and getting juicier and getting more tendy. It's all good. I'm, so that's, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. So, so we got that game. Uh, that's that right now. We've also on... been working on. What's that? No, what? So what? What game were you gonna talk about next? Uh, Sword Club. Sword Club's back, baby. What? A little bit. I, I mean, I've been playing the most recent build of it. And that's a fun one. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see it get, um, you know, become uh, its own game and grow. Yes. Um, so we did some tweets of that a long time ago. There's probably, I, I believe at this moment, there's still a, a itch.io build um, that we yes, made K1, for a game right? jam. Yeah, that you can you can go and play that. Um, so it's a game where you you are a little sword man and you tap to kind of jump around and and get dudes with your sword. It's gonna be good. We've got some. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some all new art to put in. Um, that's gonna be exciting too. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's original iteration. If if we if you haven't heard it from us before, uh, is sort of a, a one versus a two player game. One player tap one side of the screen, the other player tap the other side. Uh, you can do uh, multiple sort of moves by uh, when uh, you are tapping contextually. Like if you tap once, you jump backwards, tap again, you fly through the air, that kind of thing. You can thrust downwards as well. And uh, in our latest uh, iteration of the game, it's sort of become a single player. Uh, beat em up experience like karate champ where you're being swarmed with dudes and, and you're sort of battling them all off to get a high score um, yep. and it's really fun i'm really enjoying playing it 
Yeah, it's and going well. It'll be exciting to get the new art and stuff in it. Uh, there'll be a lot once we have that stuff in it. We'll be posting up a storm with Tokyo Sword Club, I'm sure. That's right. It'll be you. You won't miss it. There's a that's uh, true. That's a promise from me to you. Um, you mentioned you want to talk about uh, a different uh, thing. We also I'm going to also doing a car game, doing a car racing game. car car game. Gonna be beep, called beep. Uh, at the moment. It's called Getaway Grand Prix. It's gonna be about uh, kind of a loop in the third kind of high energy cartoon car chase time. Um, yep. It's gonna be kind of. You may like, have seen an yeah an early it, gif it on the gif Twitter. Out. Yes, that was a test for kind of uh, for the visuals. I might be changing it to have a three D car, but it's kind of it's gonna be something like. Pac-Man, you kind of driving around in this maze and you can uh, do boosts to like go off jumps and break through barricades and uh, bust through uh, the police cars that are chasing you. So I think that the thing that I'm excited for with that one is that I think the core of the kind of mechanics and the gameplay are very sound. I'll do a prototype in, in theory. I'll do a prototype soon and we'll see how it, how it plays in practice. Um, but hopefully that'll stop me getting stuck like I have been for a little bit on Lamplet uh, with, like, what is it? Because like, I went in with such a kind of a vague idea of what uh, what the mechanics would be. Mm-hmm. And you're still, are you still feeling those struggles at the moment with it now? A little bit. I think that the biggest problem is just, I just need to put more stuff in it, I think. I think the biggest problem is there's so many kind of steps and moves that you make where you're just... They don't. There's not a lot of tension because it's just you're moving into an empty square. So I think filling those squares up with stuff is going to make uh, a big difference. We'll see with that. We're going to see with uh, all three of these high octane energy uh, games that we'll be uh, releasing. Uh, hopefully, as 2020 progresses. I'm very um, excited about this opportunity to um, make little make smaller games and be able to explore more mechanics and more themes and stuff and also get more practice at finishing games because I think that'll be that's obviously super duper key <laughs> yeah very uh very key that people get to play them I mean yeah like because working on haunted for so long it's like I got a lot better at programming and I got a lot better at doing art but didn't get good at finishing and releasing games because you only get to do that once. So I think making mm. these games and getting them released, I think that'll, I think that'll prepare us. It'll it'll kind of get us into a well-oiled game making machine. That's right, well-oiled keyword. We're going to be oiled up. We're going to be uh, drowning. All the times in ready oil. to go, slipping and sliding across our keyboards, programming different characters. <laughs> It's going to be wait. messy, um, and frankly, a lot of fun. So look forward <laughs> to that. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot to look forward to um, as 2020 continues. Keep an eye on the Twitter, as always, Sky Pirate Radio, um, for different gifts and stuff, as well as our mailing list, skypiratestudios.com. You can subscribe to that as well. I like to do that at the end of the show, but sometimes I'll do it in the middle just to throw you off and make sure that you're actually doing it. Exactly, because if you got if you throw it at the end, you know, because when we all know, you listen to the podcast, they get to the end, they're like, subscribe to this, tell your friends, it's the only way we get new subscribers or whatever, and it's like, listen, 
I've heard the entertaining things you have to say. If you're just going to tell me the same thing you tell me every time, then I'm not going to listen to the last five minutes. That's right. And, so and sometimes we're not you need to spike it. No, that's just how it is. That yeah. comes with the it yeah. comes with the territory. In the film Citizen Kane, in in like in the middle of the movie. Uh, is just a scene spliced in uh, of a, a close-up of a crow shrieking uh, into the screen. And uh, it, 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 I believe uh, Orson Welles said that that scene was to wake everybody up in the feeder. And that's, and that's what this is here, a little bit of a wake-up call for the audience. Uh, make sure you're, you're on the pulse. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just like, I'm just like Orson Welles. Um... So that's that. Let's let's segue uh, very naturally into our next segment. Awesome. Uh, Wells also we... famously always opened all of his movies by appearing in them himself and saying, "Remember to like and subscribe and comment below." <laughs> Wouldn't you like it? Wouldn't it be really good if every <laughs> movie starring Orson Welles uh, started with just like him in character doing a thing, and then he takes note of the camera. Oh, I didn't see it, you there. And then does like a little shh, <laughs> like we know it's Orson Welles acting as the character. So at the start. Yeah, at the start of every movie, just so you know, it's Orson Welles. Remember to turn off your mobile phone. <laughs> in the in the 40s, everyone got too scared that movies were real, so he had to address <laughs> the audience so they knew this, it was Orson Welles and not a different person. just pretend. Yes. Not it's not fear. real, don't worry. <laughs> The train isn't actually coming straight for you. <laughs> um, but, Kevin, have you have you been playing any video games? Oh, you lately? bet I've been playing the video oh, games. Oh, I love it. I cracked out... Oh, I forgot to write down one of them. I cracked out the old Nintendo DS, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Um, crack that bad boy open. Crack him open. Um, and I was playing Kirby Squeak Squad because, I don't know, I guess I wanted to play Kirby. And that was one that I hadn't played before. It's okay. a kind of a strange one in that it is... Like, it's largely a kind of by-the-numbers Kirby game. You you collect dudes and get their power-ups, and there's different levels and stuff. Uh, there's a handful of new powers that aren't really that interesting. Uh, there's, like, the metal <laughs> one where, like, you can't take damage from anything, but you're, like, painfully slow which is, like, an interesting idea, but it's not that fun to use. Um, mm-hmm. I finally... I think I I'm, was getting close to, like, 100%ing it, and there's one of the things that, if you collect a bunch of the chests, uh, you can turn into a ghost, and then you just fly around, and you can possess... Like, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but it seems that you can possess, like, any enemy in the game and just play as them and use their moves, which seems pretty cool. It's weird. Yeah, they must have set it up in such a way that uh, they were able to easily do that. Um, it's also weird because it's like made by. It seems like it was kind of outsourced from hell to like some new company that they made. Um, and then I haven't looked into it too much, but as far as I could tell, like I didn't see anything. Like they didn't make anything else, so maybe Squeak Squad didn't do that well. I don't know. The thing that I like about oh. Squeak Squad and makes it special to me is that it has these kind of it has these three, uh, these these kind of Squeak Squad gang members. So nearly every 
every level you're trying to get chests uh, and get through to the end, and they give you a whole various different kinds of things you can unlock. Um, but the mm-hmm. last kind of scene of every level is you versus one of the Squeak Squad guys. So there's like a big, there's a big tough one. There's like a thief one, and there's like a old crazy grandpa mouse in a UFO one and you've either got a and there's like a chest there's a big chest and so you're either trying to like race them to get the chest first or they have it and you're trying to chase them and hit them to get it off them or you get it early and you've got to try and take it to the goal before they can get you um and I think that that made it really interesting because like anything where it's like a fighting game or something, it's interesting to, you know, fight guys or whatever, but something that makes it more interesting is if someone is attacking or if someone is defending or like someone has like something that you want. Um, and that gave the game a lot of variety and by repeating these same characters, it made them feel more like they were part of the kind of world and part of the story. Um, and that's what I liked about it. There was also, you know, lots of different little rooms. It made me think of, it reminded me of Dungeons and Dragons a lot, just the way that there was, like, reading old Dungeons and Dragons manuals, and, like, they describe the different, like, puzzles or whatever that's in whatever room. In Squeak Squad, there were lots of parts where it's, like, like, they, they don't have that many mechanics to do things. Like, they have those little bomb blocks that they can, like, do chain reactions um, they have, like, the fuses that light up the cannons and stuff. Like, those things are in most Kirby games. Um, in this one, they use them to do a lot of fun stuff. They use them... They just they just kind of proved that they are flexible mechanics and they can do fun things. Like, you would hit one to knock out a bridge so an enemy falls down and, and stuff like that. So, I thought that was very good. And there'll be a, hopefully, uh, some sort of Kirby ripoff coming from us in the future. <laughs> oh, this is the first I've heard of it. Um, um, can we call him Perpbo? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the subtitle going to be? Uh, Perpbo and the amazing. Race, <laughs> the amazing race. Yes, he participates he joins in the, the amazing, amazing race. race. Um, uh, apart from that, I was playing uh, Smash Bros. with uh, Jacinta and also her little brother Ari, and that's good. I've had I obviously I've been playing it for heaps of, heaps of years, so I have to have a big handicap, but that's all right. It's still a good time. Um. I've played through all of that new... Well, I didn't. I I, I beat. I played the bosses and just hit the, played the running around parts of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. And that was really good as well. Um, it felt... It was, it was very good. It was like part... It was the combat from Dark Souls. And then also the jumping and running parts of an Uncharted. And it was Star Wars. And it felt pretty good. It felt a little yeah. rough and kind of... It was, it was a little rough and a, a little rushed, probably, because I'm sure they were trying to get it out for uh, Christmas period and it's, and it's got some bugs in it, but that's okay. 
Um, and rumor is they're working on the next one already because there's not going to be any DLC for this one, which is, I think, a good move. I'm excited to to have a new one of those soon. It's a breath of fresh air when there isn't a piece like a season pass for something or anything like that. It's just like okay, I just have this game. <laughs> I don't have to worry about. Yeah, it's an interesting shit. one. I think that like they would have if. Yeah, I, I wonder what it is that made them choose to do that. Probably they just ran out of time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it was a. I think it. I'm happy they've made that decision now because I'd rather just have an, a new game sooner. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I've got a little device. It's because. It's, I've played so many games because it's been so long since we recorded. Cause, the uh, Ouya? No, I did not get an Ouya. <laughs> oh. That would be interesting, though. I wonder what happens if you get an Ouya. Do you reckon the store still works? Uh, the FBI knocks on your door and says, like, <laughs> Excuse me, what's this device? This is not <laughs> usual. Um, uh, it's so called a game shell. I was looking for... So, there's obviously a whole world of these um, kind of little computer emulatory emulatory guys i got this one because it looked cool like a lot of the other ones look kind of lame um they they're all kind of usually based on a game boy uh shell or they look like just some like cheap weird computer but this one looks really nice it looks like a it looks like a game boy if it was in like death stranding or something it's got all these little it just has all these little details on it that makes it look cool uh and i played some it's. I would not recommend getting one because it is pretty expensive and it has a lot of. It's like some of the emulators. It's hard to change the volume. It takes like a minute to start up when you turn it on. So it's not. It's not ideal. Um, but I've been having fun with it. I've been playing through Link's. Uh, Link's Awakening on the uh, the Game Boy, and also Metal Gear Solid which I have not finished. So this is my first time playing... It's cool that, that uh, it runs as much as PS1 games and possibly... Yeah, I was, I, was, well. I was impressed. Um, yeah. Because I was not expecting it to work as well as it did because in, in some of the... Like, even playing, like, NES games on it, it didn't... It, it would kind of... It didn't run that well. I mean, part of it as well is it has this... It has a quite a small screen. And also a very weird detail about it is that instead of the pixels being aligned in a grid, like, each each section is, like... Each row of pixels is, like, half over, like a brick wall. So it doesn't give you, like, straight lines. It's... It, most of the time, you don't notice it. But it was just a—it's just a weird choice. I guess they must have got a good deal on these weird screens. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing Metal Gear Solid. It's been very interesting. I wasn't expecting there to be to—I wasn't expecting it to be so much about calling people up for them to tell you what to do. But it's is very kind of directed. Like the the kind of world is there, and then. Kojima's basically sitting next to you telling you about, like, well, 
mines, landmines are like this. Did you know there's a bunch of landmines still unexploded and it's too expensive to go get them? Anyway, I put mines in this game. Uh, if you want to pick them up, you have to you have to lie in your tummy and climb up behind them. It's like, all right, thanks. Now I understand what I'm what I'm doing. It's almost like, even though it's all one kind of connected world, the things that you have to do in it, it's almost like Wario, where but instead of it, you know, giving you a short thing like, oh, pick pick your nose, it's like someone tells you for five minutes about this is a remote controlled missile that you look through it with the triangle button (laughs) did you know remote controlled missiles are used all around the world and then you have to figure out how to do the remote controlled missile uh and Mm. then it unlocks the door and then you do something else (laughs) so basically it's like if you got if you went to a lecture and it was a five minute lecture from your professor and then you had to take a test on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. It's it's interesting because it's... I mean, it makes sense, right? Because there's not... You can't expect the player to know all of these things. No. So there has to be someone there to, to tell them. And the, like the, also the fidelity, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't show... You, you wouldn't... Just the fidelity of the time on the PS1, you couldn't really explain as much as you... It's just stuff had to be explained, because you can't show it. Um, and that is good. I think it makes the world kind of interesting and, and rich as well. Especially some like some of the details, like the the following the mice in the air vent near the start, and the guy tells you, well, the, the mice must... If they mice are in here, they must know the way out, and so you follow them out. And like, well, yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You get to know the the characters pretty well too, that you're talking to and stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good part of it too. I, it's very it's it's a very um, about the characters. Also, yeah. I wasn't expecting like there's some part like pretty early on where it's showing you like real life footage of missile tests and I was like whoa I was not ready I was not expecting this oh get yourself get yourself buckled and strapped into the rest of the it's a wild ride buddy (laughs) oh boy here we go I'm excited I can't wait to uh, see what happens next it's a good time Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about is I was playing uh, Fortune Street or it's called Boom Street here I don't know what to to say that it's name is but anyway, I've been playing that. It's very in uh, good. Japan. It's called uh, Itadaki Street, which yeah. is basically the same thing. Yeah, it just got translated two different ways. Um, mm-hmm. It's very good. It's like the the reason that I thought of it was I was having a look through the App Store, uh, trying to figure out what the top top games were, and I think one of the top paid ones, and it was in the top ten, was a monopoly and it was like five bucks and i'm like what is this i can't believe so many people are buying monopoly for five bucks uh and then that reminded me of a fortune street and then we played it and then it was a great time because it has so much it's such kind of a roller coaster uh of emotions you have, like, a little bit of control over what's happening, but not really. And then, like, I hadn't played it in ages, so I had no idea what to expect with all these, like, mini-games. It's like, suddenly, you know, every ten minutes, 
suddenly you're like spinning a wheel or you're playing a slot machine or you're having a horse race. Um, Mm -hmm. And that stuff was very exciting. Yeah, I believe it's it's very massively uh, popular in Japan. Uh, Yeah, it's been running. It's a long running series. Yeah, like they release them for every console and and, uh, everybody is is into it. I think it's the, the... uh, director of Dragon Quest games who who directs them as well, uh, which which would make sense why there's yeah. a bunch of Dragon Quest ones in the Weeble game, little Plaid Punk and stuff. But yeah, it, it uh, I'd love to to give that a whirl. I've never actually played the game. Oh, you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. There's so many exciting things. Right, well, that are I'm going ready to, to I'm ready to win big. We played uh, against <laughs> we played against Mario, and all the characters had um. This is the the Wii version, which is I guess the only one really that was translated into English. But he has every time he has a turn, he has like little things to say, and he'll like land on one of your shops, and he doesn't have to pay a lot of money, and he'll have like a little passive aggressive thing. He'll be like, "Oh, well, this I I can shop at this store every day of the week." It's like, "Oh, wow, <laughs> some sass, Mario," uh, and then he was. Mario's comments and stuff were so funny because there's like he on purpose is like not allowed to have any character it was it's like Mickey Mouse it's the same thing with him so he's just saying like wow I'm gonna super jump over to the bank it's like you have no personality at all uh but then at the end Ari started winning by quite a lot and then Mario got really mad about it (laughs) It was like, hey, you're taking all the money. Why won't you let someone else have some money? He's he's dropping the like like uh, if he was like a Disney uh, uh, mascot character that's in Disneyland, he's dropping the act a little bit. Like, all yeah. right, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, let's. Well, okay. Well, I, I've had enough. Oh, you want to play? <laughs> I'll play. Just watch me. <laughs> yeah, we'll play. Play fucking hardball. <laughs> um, yeah, Mario is a tough guy. When it comes yeah, down to it, is when yeah, and uh, at his core, yes, the death of his soul. So is that uh, is that most of what you've been you've been up to here? That's it. That's that's the games. You haven't been playing any uh, Marvel Hero Clicks. <laughs> no, I've been playing uh, is this game? It's called PPKP, which I guess stands for Punch Punch Kick. Punch. Oh right, yes. It got featured recently. And uh, it's it's really interesting. I mean, like starting, it kind of unfolds like Candy Box does, you know, where it's like you start doing something really simple, and then it will like, oh, now you've unlocked something else, and that changes the game sure. in an interesting way. Because at the start, I was like, what? I <laughs> I was kind of confused at at the start because it seemed like, well, I can press. There's two big buttons, one to punch, one to kick, and it doesn't really matter which one I do because it doesn't change anything. And then I'm up to just before the final boss now, and turns out, as the game unfolds, what you have to do is learn about eight different, like... How many buttons? How many are they long? They're like, like eight different like, eight-button-long combos for each element. Oh. <laughs> There's, like, all these elements. It's, like, 
it's borderline because you have those two buttons. It's like you have to learn Morse code or something, except uh-huh. that it's not even like at the end of this game, I'm not going to know Morse code. I'm just going to know just whatever he decided is the fire kick combo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm close to the end now. And it's, it was interesting for a bit when they started like letting you use your, the, one of the upgrades you get is like, I don't know what they call them, but in like, uh, Dragon Ball Z, where they have the little glasses that show you everyone's power level, they have that, and it shows you what like each enemy's uh, like strengths and weaknesses are, so you can use the right element against them. And that was pretty fun at the start, but at this point, it's like you have to do like three perfect combos on a guy to kill him, and it's just kind of, it's scaled up in such a way that uh, the, the enemies just have a bunch of health. And it's not that fun to play anymore. But I do really yeah. want to get to the end. There's only kind of... There can only be, like, a few more upgrades, I reckon, until I can get to that final boss and start start going at him. It's a bad sign when you start bargaining with yourself. There's only a couple <laughs> more. It must just be almost done, right? I just want to know. I want to know in, in case there's any more twists. Twists but yeah, turns. it was interesting because it, it came out in, like... It came out a couple of years ago, and it must have just got discovered by some of the, uh, you know, App Store team or whatever, and put it up there. Very interesting. That's cool that they'll do that. Yeah, it is. Maybe one day they'll do it with Help, I'm Haunted. <laughs> Who knows? It's a wa- it's a crazy world. <laughs> it's anyone's Anything guess. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Will be a cult classic in in come thirty years. <laughs> uh, um, I guess. I'll talk about some of the the things I've been playing quickly. Um, Please do. Uh, nothing. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> nothing. Um, I've never played a game in my life. I've never played games, and I don't like them. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I I played a uh, I played Resident Evil uh, with uh, a girl I'm dating at the moment, uh, which was a nice spooky time. The original one on the PS One. It's it's called like the director's cut. It has all the great. Uh, FMV that you love to see. <laughs> it has such a good FMV intro. Black and white to save space on the disc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy's panicked face there, yep. Albert Wesker <laughs> looking very slick. Um and yeah, it, it's a gra- it's 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 held up very well, especially uh playing it uh with someone you really like. Uh just uh, it sort of uh, you know both of us trying to figure out puzzles or uh, keeping stock of the inventory and stuff like that. Uh, she had the reins of the controller and she, and she was doing very well blowing up zombies and, and shotgunning and, and doing all those things that I would mm. do terrible with. But yeah, that game is a real... It's a, it's a, it's a trip. It's a big trip. Um, there's a, the voice acting is horrible and stilted mm. and after everyone says a line... There's about 10 seconds of silence before the next line is said, and it makes everything just feel really bizarre. Um, but you really do end up liking uh, all the characters, despite how how much nonsense it is. Like, Barry is a complete fool uh, all the time. There's like a sequence... There's a sequence where he was like, Hey, Jill, uh, g- g- take this... I've got this rope. Go down into this uh, grave. Like, this very deep grave. 
And then you go down into the grave where there's like an item on a gravestone. But he goes, oh, whoops, I dropped the rope. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get a new rope. And then the game uh, literally makes you wait uh, there for like 30 seconds in silence. For Barry's like, Hold on. Okay, here it is. Here comes the rope. Just drops the rope, and then you're you're back out, and that was the sequence. It's just, all the characters do all this nonsense stuff that it doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel real. It's it's so bizarre. Very bit. It kind of I guess in that way it sort of fits into that B movie uh, schlock slash video nasty uh, category of stuff where where it's 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 not poorly produced. It's just certain aspects of it are very. Uh, stilted and strange because it was still trying to figure out cutscenes back then. It's very interesting. But, yeah, but the, the the horror of it has aged super well. Still a lot yeah. of times where shit pops up um, out of the uh, fixed camera angles and you're like, oh god, shit. And they're all grabbing on you and there's terrible things with big claws that cut your head off. It's like, got you. <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, yeah the, way that the, the way that they have the different... Uh, the way that you want to try and save ammo and then there'll be zombies on the floor and you don't know if they're dead or not. I think they... Yeah. I don't know whether it was on purpose or they lucked into it, but uh, some very good parts of a good formula. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny at the end of the game, though, you just have... We, we had so much ammo because we never used a rocket launcher for the whole game, so we just ended up to get where we needed to go. Just blowing, just blowing up zombies in like a hallway. There's <laughs> nice. no splash damage or anything. Just, <laughs> just ev- everyone uh, going to waste. Their arms like explode off their body when you shoot them with the rocket launcher. It's just silly. <laughs> That's um, good stuff. But yes, Resident Evil, great, a great time, uh, very funny, um, and, and a good one to play with a loved one. Uh, a good game to play by yourself and absolutely with no loved ones is Ring Fit. Because you'll be a big, a big sweaty, uh, uh, little pig, just huffing and puffing, holding the fucking ring like a, like a. I feel like a damned fool, Kevin. <laughs> Hold it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you would. Is the game part of it good? It's it's quite good. It is very solid. I need to get back on it because I, I kind of had a had a break after I finished all my assessments uh, at university for the, the study period to, to want to move my body at all. But uh, it's been, it's been uh, really nice for my back. A lot of good, uh, good stretching out and, and stretching all these muscles using the, the ring. The way you're holding it sort of aligns your posture really well in front of you and you can also hold it up above your head and stretch it out and you're, you're working all your, your sort of shouldery muscles there. But um, you've also got a, a leg strap attached to your leg <laughs> when i first played the game i uh i was wearing okay so my costume for my first day of ring fit <laughs> was <laughs> was like a a, a kunio kun shirt mm-hmm. and uh hot hot boxes with hearts on them <laughs> uh and and i had this like this leg strap with with a joy con in it like it was like a holster like I was like a cowboy caught with his pants down or something. <laughs> it was really something to see, mm, uh, holding that ring like that. So, yeah, it's it's a good visual. Uh, not only 
for my bedroom, but for a, a cowboy movie where where cowboys interrupted in the middle of dressing or something. In the in the middle of playing, uh, ring yeah, fit. yeah, in the middle of playing ring toss. In this case, that's all they'd have in in the cowboy <laughs> days. Um, but you're running along your with your ring, um, uh, across the the world. You can like, uh, what can you do to to open doors? You squeeze it. Um, and puffs of air come out. You can also um, squeeze it below you to do a little jump with the puff of air. So you're doing a little bit of platforming and stuff like that, collecting mm-hmm. items uh, as well as you're running along. And uh, you can run... Uh, there's, like, steps in uh, muddy water and stuff, so you have to do a high leg run. And whenever wow. you're doing a high leg run, the music uh, changes, and it's all like, go, 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 uh, <laughs> like, with little voices and stuff like that. So it really pumps you up. Um <laughs> When you're in uh, when you're in battles, uh, you uh, do moves by just like uh, doing different stretches and, and like poses and that kind of thing, or squats uh, in some cases, or crunches. Um, and you're doing da- uh, damage to enemies. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's it's uh, lets you set your level um, and customize that stuff a lot. Mm. So every time I'm getting a pretty good workout, and it's gradually getting uh, more difficult and with longer sessions as you're going through the long adventure mode which seems like it, it goes for a while i'm only still at the start because i'm you know i do like 20 minute sessions daily that can only get you so far um but yeah it's i've been i'm gonna i'm gonna get uh big uh, in so the name well. of gaming only only to get good at this game <laughs> only and then because I, will I want to quickly... be good at the adventure yes i do not care once i finish the adventure that's just <laughs> if there's no new game plus i'm going to mcdonald's all once right? i've defeated the dark the Dark Lord, Big Dragon, then that's it, mm-hmm. I'm done. The worst thing about the game is that the ring speaks. It's like a... So the story is you pick up a ring and it's a magical ring that's fighting a big dragon or some shit and you're inhabiting it. Um, but it, it's just... It sounds like Sonic. And and he's <laughs> he's your... He's your like, yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> Let, let's work out. And like telling... It, it just sucks. I don't want to listen to him. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to hear the ring while I'm working out. I don't need to hear Sonic. Um, any other voice would have been better. Uh, I feel like. Um, but that's but that's alright. Maybe Mario could have done it. I would have liked if Mario cheered me on during my workout. Mm. He's more. Don't he stop was, it, even he, if you puke. He, I think yeah, he would have seemed the more kind of uh, support supporting supportful i don't know yeah yeah mario is definitely my my support system uh through working <laughs> out he's something i think about he's on my mind but yeah ring fit is really fun i'd recommend it if you uh if you need to get back into working out and uh, uh yeah it sounds really interesting or... i'm always up for anything that's like anything that is like a kind of a weird experiment like all the labo stuff as well i mean yeah it definitely in seems like it a out. In terms of like Nintendo's uh, fitness stuff, it seems like one of the more um, impressive ones for me that has merged sort of working out with with game stuff that's that's fun to engage with. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, other than that, I think just just Snack World. I played a little bit of Snack World, Kevin. That came out. We talked about this a little bit last night. So but how what? How long ago did we find out about Snack World? We found out about Snack World. Uh... Like twenty four fifteen, really? It's been this was been a, making it. For, that's so crazy. I mean, this is like I think this is a different uh, a different game entirely from that mm-hmm. one. 
that was like a 3DS thing where it had like, a, I remember he had like little keychains that he held up to the touch screen and uh, they went into the game like Skylanders. Yeah, it's uh, like a Skylanders thing. I remember we, we, I remember Snackworld very vividly because in that, uh, it was like a, it was like at a press showcase at like GDC or E3 or something like that, level five guy showing off the game. And <laughs> it was the most low energy thing only because of the music, uh, that was playing in the background of the game. There, it was like a, it was like the music for a terrible swamp that a disgusting, <laughs> that a disgusting old frog la- lived in <laughs> and he was just farting. That's what the music is to me. Um, <laughs> right now, yeah. you'll be able, to, you'll be able to get a taste of it yourself. But yeah, it was very, it was a very memorable game. I've had it on my mind ever since. Um, <laughs> maybe it was, keep, the, maybe they did that music on purpose to get it stuck in your mind. Just, just to, just to hook me. Those bastards. They knew I would love it if I and heard the, that terrible song. And the worst thing is, it worked. We talked about it. I mentioned it on like a, a, a Twitter to you about a year ago. Um, and you said it was like the the music for a man living with a colostomy bag, which I thought was, which I thought was the best, the best uh, way to really sum it up. Oh boy, um, that's snack world. But yeah, it's a fun. It's a Dia- It's silly Diablo. Yeah, it's it's uh like making fun of RPG fantasy tropes. Like you haven't gotten enough of that before. Um, <laughs> It's a little goofy, it's a little silly, there's a lot of little snack characters that you could take with you along the way, so there's a little bit of yokai watch, you're, uh, you're a little bit of, I guess, a dark cloud if you, if you want to be technical about it, because you're fighting dudes all the time and stuff. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't get a tonal read on it, like, I don't understand quite what it what what it's going for other than yeah, just being sort of weird. like it's sort of like adventure time i guess uh but it's food stuff and like there's stuff called like oh this is the falafel flats or the pancake greens or some shit and, and but when you go to the like to the pancake greens there's not any fucking pancakes anywhere it's just a forest <laughs> so like i don't know why they're going with like it feels like they're not fully committed to the snack uh theming in my eyes um, but it is, it, it's a good diversion. I kind of like playing it, um, which isn't the best, uh, endorsement ever. <laughs> yeah, seems But, like... but, uh, the thing I've really liked about it is that it's, uh, dungeons are uh, short and sweet. Uh, you, you're in and out very quickly. So I'm always sort of making progress in the game. It feels nice to be doing that at a pretty even clip. Sometimes in Diablo, I'll, I'll get sick of it after playing for even like 10 minutes or so, and I find that's not enough time to make progress in the game, really. So I end up just losing a lot of that other than uh, getting experience. Mm. So it's nice just being like, all right, I'm going to go jump in, do a couple of quests here, and I'm done. That's me- that's that's Snack World for the day. I keep going to call it Junk World. I don't mean to. That sounds mean. <laughs> it's not junk. <laughs> it's not I just junk. think that's it's a good. funny I'm name. I'm sure everyone worked very hard on it. No, level five. You, I like. That's why I bought the game. I like those guys a whole bunch. I think they make really good games. Um, and this is just a, this one's just a little bit of a head scratcher. That's all. <laughs> I don't quite understand it, but I think it's fun. You should it get it, Kevin. We'll like... play online. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Seventy bucks. Seventy big ones. <laughs> just catch that in and enjoy the snack world. Enjoy. Have yeah, a I guess with the, if indulge they yourself. Had, if they had all that keyring stuff, maybe it's like. Maybe it was going to be... Maybe they were going to go real Skylanders on it, but then the bottom fell out of the Skylanders 
kind of yeah. concept, and so they just kind of were left with a, a weird game. Have you seen the TV show? No, I didn't know there was a TV show. <laughs> There's a Snack World uh, cartoon. It's been on the air since is. like 2016. Wait, so who? It's a. Uh, it's in. It's very, very popular in Japan, and there's an English dub too. I only learned about this shortly before the game came out. <laughs> who made Yokai Watch? Uh, level five. Okay. Same so peeps. they're just they're just trying to do it again. Yeah, they're doing another one. Let's do it yeah. again, baby. That makes sense. They, they were like, Yokai Watch isn't as popular in the West. We need it to be popular in the West. Let's try again. They just like changed a couple of things. <laughs> these aren't these aren't Japanese ghosts. They're snacks. This They're is, snacks. Everyone this, knows snacks. You know you know Snack World. This is it's Pokemon. It's the new Pokemon. Look, there's Pik. I don't know what the Pikachu is of this game. I don't know if I've identified that yet. They're just like kind of funny creatures. There's like a a scope a scorpion with a with a pair of binoculars and it's called a scopion. It's just okay. it's that kind of level. Yeah. Of uh, of thing. Anyway, let's stop talking about Snack World <laughs> for now. I'll get back to everyone on that. Those are all the games that we've played. I complete Ada list. Uh, I complete A to Z list of every game that's been created so far. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that you got to hear us talk about all of them. Sorry, everybody, but there's no more games. Until we make some games, that's it. That's uh, that's all of yep. the games, unfortunately. Yeah. So you'll have to wait until we we make our games before you buy any other games. Don't even look at Twitter or any other place. Steam. I, I personally promise that you you're not gonna find something worth your while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's the that's the Sky Pirates promise. That's our motto. <laughs> um. Let's get to our other motto. Uh oh, it's game. It's game club. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up a little bit. That's all right. Use uh, it. I think you got it. I got a hundred percent perfect. Game club, club of the week. That's it. That's the that's the famous quote we always say when it's time for game club, and that's the time it is now. The game we chose is a Leckhead, which you could download on Itchio. Little bit of a, a prototype for a action, uh, platform puzzle kind of thing. Uh, Kevin, you just played a Leckhead. I played it not right less than, before the show. Not less ex- than two minutes before we I th- started recording. Yeah, I thought I was, I thought I was like just kind of starting to, to kind of get into it, and then, I went through the door and it was over. <laughs> it was very short. Yep. Yeah, very, very short. I was Only surprised by that too when minutes. I played it a while ago. Um, it definitely delivers on its uh, premise. So you are like a little robot man who is powered by electricity. And when you land on a platform, you uh, kind of power that platform with your electricity. And it'll turn orange. So not like the kind of It's all kind of bluey, grey and kind of dark. And if you land on a platform, you'll light it up with your orange. And then it does that kind of electricity can do other things like open doors or close doors or activate uh, lasers and stuff. Uh, and so you got to be thinking about where you're going to land, where you're going to touch, uh, and what kind of mm-hmm. stuff are you going to activate. 
And not only that, but at a certain point, you'll be able to uh, throw your head, which is uh, when it lands, it will power the electricity on anything it lands on. And then your body can uh, continue to progress as your, your head is being used for like a, essentially like putting a box on a switch, I guess. And you also, it gives you, you also have like a, you got like a 10 second countdown after you do that to, get ah, you to do your too. head. So that gives it a little bit of tension for that as well, which is a pretty good idea. Yeah, and then the, after 10 seconds, your head uh, returns to your body, as it does in real life. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, that's 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 that really is uh, electric. That really is it. It's good. Um, it yeah, it's just, there's just like not enough time for them to do anything super interesting with it. Like I guess the, I I enjoyed the like last screen, but it's. You know, it's it's putting you through the very kind of basic paces, um, so it doesn't get too complex. Yeah, <clears throat> it reminds me of something that would be on like a, a show floor of like Bit Summit or something like that. We we sit down with it for a minute and be like, oh, this is this is cute. Look at this is great. Thanks for that. And then uh, you'd move on. And 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 but like it'd be yeah. This is. I wonder if he'd be working on a, a bigger, you know. Uh, version of this, or if this was just meant to be uh, a kind of prototype of an idea. Yeah, who knows? It did. Um, it did. It did. Um, <coughs> it did everything it set out to do. It yes. looked nice. You have a nice little kind of kind of squash when you land from your jump. You're electric. You got a head. <laughs> All seems good to me. Well, Everything seems to be in order. Uh, can you throw your head? Yes, check that off the list. Uh-huh. That's really all we are. That's what Game Club is. We're just checking that it's got all the mechanics you need to be a video game. Yeah, all right. Uh, we we're going through we're going to go through every game uh and decide whether it's a game or whether it's art. Mhm. And all I've got to say about this game here, it's a download. Can you put it on a wall? No, not art. Not art. That's Can't do the criteria. It. Can you hang it on the wall? No. I've said it. Look, I've been I've been confident on this for years. You know, people are saying, are games art? Yes, no. At the end of the day, so. can you hang it on the wall at the museum? Then no, it's not art. Uh, I don't think so. Simple That's as right. that. Simple as that. Done and dusted. What Get it, got it good. the next uh, game club? Yes. So the next game will be uh, Analyzing Thoroughly. Will be uh, Dragon Quest of the Stars. Now this just came Woo-hoo! out uh, as of this recording. Yesterday on the mobile, Kevin. On the mobile device. Yes. It's good. It's, uh, like... it's a dragon. I like the, the monsters of Dragon mm-hmm. Quest. Yeah. So the things um, we're going to be checking is: Are there dragons? Is it a quest? And is it of the stars? Those are the three questions. The Those are the three criteria. I have a feeling it's going to check all the boxes. Yes, I think I think that all three will be represented thoroughly here, but we just have to check and make sure. Um, it, because if not, we'll delete it uh, from the <laughs> app store. It's out. It's it's st- the ghost of Steve Jobs came back and asked us to do this one favor for him. And who am I to deny him? He was a he was a uh, I was gonna say he was a good man. I didn't know Steve Jobs. He was a man. He was a he, man. Let's leave it at yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what kind of game is this? Is it like a kind of a gacha kind of deal? Yeah, I, know I think you, ha- you have some... like you fight guys and they kind of auto attack, but then you have like abilities you can tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little bit of gacha element with the uh, equipment uh, you get from uh, the mm. gacha chests and stuff like that. But it seems like it's all you know fairly optional, at least uh, at this early stage of me playing. I just kind of opened it up and messed around with it a little bit last night. Um, but so yeah, many of these uh, games it... have so many currencies and so many things going on. It's quite overwhelming to uh, yeah. So to to the thing we're gonna do here. Go is not spend any money. I think I don't think I don't think I I think that's out of uh I think I I don't think that would be uh ethical of us. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would it be unethical? Um I could see myself, you know, I can I can spend uh you know, a f- uh you know, f- 50 bucks of the company money on Kevin. On I've got some, bad news. Uh, I already spent chests. 80 bucks. Oh uh, no. The bank's got me. I just... I didn't want to... Uh, oh, no. Oh, jeez. I just wanted to cover my tracks, but here it all is in waveform. This is Sorry. interesting. I didn't... So, nearly every game that has this gacha stuff I've seen is is at some... Um, their characters, but for this one, it's items. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So, it seems like it's all choice. just the equipment you put on. But it seems like it. It seems it's also weird because it seems like people would have more connection to characters than they would the items. But who knows? I guess we'll find out. I guess out. that's true. So what you can do is uh, you can customize all three of your little dudes in your party. So probably if you get the right armor, you can probably make them look exactly like the the Dragon Quest people. Mm, yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, but but yeah, it's apparently it's a full fledged uh, Dragon Quest game just in, in the mobile form it's got a big scenario and everything like that it's of the stars don't know what that means but i guess we'll find out i think in what dragon it, I, quest what i assumed that it meant was that it was a quest it like it was a quest of the stars like dancing with the stars yeah like it's dancing with the stars but then it's not I thought it was going to feature, you know, I thought you were going to be gacha drawing, you know, heroes from old Dragon Quest games, but that's not happening, so I don't know what the Of The Stars means anymore. Maybe it's well, the that's, five that's... stars that it is that are displayed to you when you get a giga rare item. I hope you go to space. That's my one thing I would like. I've always liked that. I've always wanted that from Dragon Quest, so that's my big hope. And also, well, if you... it's going to be like uh, Dancing With The Stars, I hope Steve Martin... <laughs> <laughs> Makes an appearance, uh, maybe some uh, Leslie Nielsen or something, uh, some different characters of, uh, you know, Hollywood. I want to see all my favourite Hollywood stars who, you know, maybe I haven't thought about for five years. I think they should pop up. And I want to see him look like Dragon Quest. I want to look look at him as a Toriyama design. <laughs> Steve Martin That's Toriyama. Steve Martin. Dragon Ball Steve Martin. <laughs> oh, Wow. Very thanks powerful. for thanks in uh, in advance for drawing that one, Kevin. That's really cool. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to. <laughs> it's always an option. There's always an option to draw a Steve Martin Dragon Ball character. Um, but that's 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 what we'll play, be playing next time. Uh, please, if you if you guys can identify if there's dragons or quests or stars, let us know. Questions at Sky Pirate Radio. Uh, yeah, Sky you can save us if you just send through a, just a message whether there's dragons, whether there's quests, whether there's stars. That's going to save us actually a lot of time. 
that would really help us out because we don't actually play any of these. No. Um, we, I, I go on Fiverr and I, I, I go <laughs> five bucks. Play this, play this game. Give me a five hundred word synopsis. Um, yeah. You know, it's still just keep listening. So that's that. You can also contact us on Twitter, as always, Sky Pirate Radio. You know the drill. SkyPirateStudios.com, mailing list, bada-bing, bada-boom. Biggest podcast in the room. That's it. That's another podcast in the bag. Another podcast in the room, in the bag. Like a big Scrooge McDuck vault of podcasts that we're swimming in right now. Really? It really is. We forgot one thing, though. Mm Hmm? Go on. Uh, So let's... let's, let's, do it I think we haven't done it in a while it's pitch that game we haven't done it in a while because we haven't done a podcast in a while uh okay the game is and I like that we're ending with this now this is like a little good stinger I want you to pitch a new red steel game red steel of course the uh sword fighting uh gun shooting game for the Wii that was touted as the next golden eye but uh (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't. So what What do you think of Red Steel 3, Kevin? Red Steel. So Red Steel 3... Um, it was very much... It was trying to immerse you. I think if there was a, if there was a Red Steel 3, it would, it would be uh, probably a VR game. Or mm-hmm. something even even more new or something. It's like a, like a, some sort of AR kind of goggle game um i don't remember anything that happens in red steel i think you have a sword and you have a gun so okay, i guess yeah. you would have that maybe it is maybe red steel 3 isn't even a video game maybe it's just a game that you play in real life and you have a sword and you have a gun and then you mm-hmm. just get out there and uh you know rack up some points all you need the, is a, all you need is the Wii motion plus and a friend and you're ready to go no matter where you are Jeez. Um, like it was a sword fight. So, so are you suggesting that it's LARPing, Kevin? I think it could be. I'm just having a look mm-hmm. at a, at a video of. So I played, I played more Red Steel Two than I did the original one. Um, uh-huh. I remember I played that both. It, it looks, it looks like Borderlands. Um, yeah. And that was the thing that I remember from playing it is that. There were lots of doors, though. You just have to kind of stand outside for a really long time while uh, it loaded before it would open the door for you. Yeah. I remember a lot of, like, corridors and, like, square rooms. <laughs> just walking through them and then shooting, shooting and stabbing peoples. And a big quick time event with a bike. <laughs> and Red Steel 1 was kind of just like a... A straight up level by level linear game, um, where where you were shooting people and sometimes did a sword fight with a guy, um, and it was in I think it's in Japan, like a yakuza kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so inevitably, like the third game will be set uh, in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> it's a laugh that you do in Disneyland, and this yeah. is actually this is not this is actually more than a pitch. This is a a press release that we've been sent. Um, <clears throat> by Would you like to the read it, creators Kevin? of Red Steel. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, it says Red Steel Three is coming at you. It's the newest sensation. You will have a gun and sword at Disneyland. 
this is now this is the press release. Ubisoft said this straight from the lips. They said uh, this is going to be the first time you're allowed to have a gun and a sword at Disneyland. <laughs> at Disneyland. Otherwise, no very first. All the rules are broken in Red Steel Free Disneyland. (laughs) Okay, it'll be there'll be um, blood. It'll be all the characters you know and love from Red Steel, plus a a few new little and a few new faces, a couple new faces and familiar ones that might make you smile. Not to mention a little bit of Star Wars, am I right? A little bit of Avengers, hmm? Little, <laughs> little Spider Man with a sword. Have I told you about the robot Spider Man? No. So, please. I on the Imagineering documentary that they had on Disney Plus. At the end, they mm-hmm. showed this clip of it's an animatronic robot. Um, but what they do is basically they catapult it. And then it moves like Spider-Man. It's a it's a it's a flying Spider-Man robot, and they catch him with a net. <laughs> what the and fuck? So it's just recently been announced that so in the in the like um, the concept art for the new uh, Avengers kind of area at California Adventure, they have shots where Spider-Man is kind of on top of the ride building, like, hanging from a, a crane. And so, mm-hmm. people... There were kind of rumours around that maybe that would be... Maybe Spider-Man would be flying, like, just... You'd be able to see him, like, anywhere in the park. You'd see... Sp- you'd see a physical Spider-Man fly and do a flip <laughs> in the air. Um, and I was thinking, you know... That seems unlikely. Like, what if it's super windy and he gets knocked off course? That would what be if the disastrous. weather's bad? Um, <laughs> but no, he. There is going to be in the next few years. If you go to California Adventure, the there will be a Spider-Man who just gets flung just eighty feet in the air, and he's gonna you know pull his pull his legs up like Spider-Man, shoot some webs out. And you're just going to see Spider-Man, and it's going to be real. And uh, I'm excited. I can't wait. I, I well, I, I think they must have learned their lesson from all the all the hubbub at the back, at that Spider-Man musical. Hachi much? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just bring in the uh, bring in uh, a robot to do it instead. That's yeah, you don't need problems. people <laughs> fucking falling from swinging ropes. Jeez, man. That's why <laughs> Tom Holland isn't actually doing that. <laughs> they watched. I thought Spider-Man was real. <laughs> just, just, a, just a, like a stage feeder guy watching Spider-Man. No concept of f- film. Ah, so that's how it is. <laughs> I see. And I've been tasked to bring it to the stage. Well, <laughs> God help us. Uh, and that's what. Uh, that's that's the podcast. That's the uh, podcast. God help you. We're coming back for more. Spider-Man the musical is coming back. From us. That's right. Me and you on the poster, back to back in Spider Man outfits. Tagline We will die. <laughs> we're on the. We are going to be hurt. Testing. Please watch us. It's just 20 Please minutes watch of our us. show. We're, it's going to hurt. We get stuck and we're just dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> That's how the show starts. Help! 
Alright, well, so get ready for that, everybody. Look forward to it. Look forward to games. Look forward to art. Look forward to love. Mwah! Love you. Love you. Um, have a great week, everybody. See you next podcast.